This is MJ. I love Star Wars, and uh, I'm going to be talking about Star Wars The Clone Wars today, Season 7, Episode 9. This is the official launch of Fully Operational, my Star Wars podcast. Uh, I was going to call it something else, but you don't care about that. You probably care about Clone Wars and Ahsoka Tano, and that's what I'm going to talk about first, and then I'll talk about other stuff later. So this is going to be a quick review. I love this episode. It was great. If you haven't seen it, you should go watch it. It's a definite, definite recommend. I am going to say that while I am not critical of the uh, other two arcs that appeared here. I wish the whole last season would have been that. Uh, maybe a couple one-off episodes to uh, pull some themes or whatever, but I think this is way more interesting and I could have, I think I could have not seen Ahsoka's uh, adventures with the Martez sisters and still understood that she learned that the Jedi were callous and uh, not callous, like, you know, hot callous from Rebels. Um, but, you know, mutton chops, uh, but, you know, calloused to people's feelings and everything like that. I could have probably done that and felt for the clones, even without the, uh, you know, Martez sisters arc and the uh, Bad Batch arc, even though I liked the Bad Batch arc overall and the Martez sisters arc was okay. It gave us Ahsoka and that's, that's what matters. But anyway, uh, I just want to, <clears throat> I have some images here. Uh, that I'm going to use to uh, talk about because I captured them because they're so darn cool. Um, and then I'll, I'm going to run through this as quickly as I can and then uh, I'll wrap up. So uh, we've seen um, some of these Mandalorians who had aligned themselves with uh, Maul after he became Mandalore in season four or five uh, after he killed Pre Vizsla. And this is all, sorry, spoilers, mega spoilers for Star Wars The Clone Wars. If you haven't watched it up until now and you're just getting on season seven, that's okay, you know, but go back and watch those episodes. Even me telling you what happened uh, is still going to be pretty exciting. And then uh, I realized there was a kind of spoiler in episode that they didn't really discuss or make clear uh, what happened to a certain character um, because they didn't call out their name directly. And you could have watched this and been surprised when you went back. You could have seen this first and then gone back and seen those episodes and then been really surprised how that all worked. And I think that's, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I love that these Mandalorians, I think this is the first time we're seeing that they have these energy shields that are, you know, in shield shape and they project out of their gauntlets on their arms. I absolutely love that. I think it's so darn cool. And uh, this dude, um, who I can't remember, he appeared in Rebels, uh, Gar Saxon maybe? Anyway, he's super dope. He's a uh, kicking butt. He's got his, uh, you know, fellow Mandos, his fellow, I, are they Death Watch or are they the Syndicate? I don't know what they are anymore, but they're under Maul's control. They accept him as Mandalore or whatever as their ruler. And, uh, you know, they're following him in his ways. And uh, it's pretty dope. Like, there's a lot more going on politically than what I really understand, especially with the talk of, you know, hundreds of years of treaties and whatever that they're going to be breaking if the Republic goes to Mandalore to fight um, to free Mandalore. But it doesn't matter. And and it, it, the episode, the writing in it was clever enough to give us just enough information to, like, add stakes and give us tension, but it wasn't boring at all. I don't think any of the prequel politics was boring, but I know some people think uh, it was, but this wasn't boring. It just wasn't. Anyway, moving on. I mean, just the, the epic scale of the battle here, the fact that you have uh, 501st, which has been divided now, you've got half of them here with Ahsoka, um, and, uh, well, under Rex, and then Ahsoka's his advisor, which I think is hilarious. I love Anakin bending the rules to make things work, um, and to do the right thing, honestly. I mean, this is good stuff that's happening here. Um, but anyway, uh, well, anyway, I... Uh, I can get into geopolitical arguing about stuff later, but I'm just going to talk about how cool this is. I just love that you've got all these flying clone troopers and they're on Mandalore fighting, you know, Mandalorians with their jetpacks. It's so dope. Um, 
Ahsoka has a new outfit. She's got new armor. Uh, it looks great. Um, it looks very much like what, like a um, an in between step of what she wears in Rebels, because you know it's years later. She should be wearing different clothes. I mean, it's decades later. Anyway, but similar theme. I mean, you find something, you stick with it. It works. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking at my clothes. I wear the same thing pretty much all the time, and I have been for years. So, anyway, uh, that was great. Uh, Maul's entrance was really fantastic. There were a couple of great entrances. One was Maul's. One was Obi Wan's in the beginning of the episode. Anakin's. It wasn't. Uh, it was fun and really enjoyable, uh, but it wasn't like uh, epic or like intense entrance like the one that Obi Wan and Maul had. So that was fun. And then just I watched it. Um, Ahsoka's descent down to the ground only takes about, it takes less than 90 seconds, I think, but it's amazing and it's everything I've wanted to see um, for a long time. <laughs> and it was so exciting. Anyway, um, it's interesting to see just how uh, diverse the, you know, Maul's Mandos are. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, there've always been, well, anyway, there's always been enough diversity in Star Wars for me, I think. Um, although maybe I wasn't thinking about it that hard, but I do not mind at all the Lady Mandos that they have in here. I loved Sabine Wren in Rebels, uh, for the most part. She was really cool, but sometimes she was overpowered, and it was weird uh, how exactly she operated uh, without a jetpack and things like that, which I think she just should have had. But anyway, um, yeah, seeing all these Mandos was very cool, uh, and I liked seeing all the variety in them, too. Let me see, how many more... Okay, so just a couple more images. Uh, I really love the the whole exchange when Ahsoka was getting her lightsabers back from Anakin. Uh, he apparently replaced the crystals in hers with these blue crystals, and they have kind of like a disagreement or like a joke about it. And I really want to know. Um, well, that's diverging into like an off-topic discussion that I could have at a later date, uh, maybe when Clone Wars uh, is over. Um, I can <clears throat> come back and talk about those sorts of things. But anyway. Uh, it was a real cute scene between them. Uh, it felt very emotional, uh, very resonant. I almost like I almost wanted to be reading a book or, or listening to an audiobook about this because, like, I wanted to know was Ahsoka feeling a vibe in the Force? Was she feeling the familiar, familiar like Force presence of her lightsaber hilts? Um, you know, if the crystals weren't in there, because like in the Ahsoka book by E.K. Johnston, uh, she feels, she gets like a call and, and crystals are calling to her throughout the book and then she finally gets them at the end and it's super dope when she does. Anyway, um... But, uh, like, I wanted to know more of what was going on. I mean, the visuals were great, and the music was really good, and, and everything that was happening, uh, you know, made it meaningful, and I felt an impact, but, like, I just kind of wanted more from, like, a book, uh, which is kind of funny. And another thing is, uh, it was really neat seeing the troopers under Rex's command have the, you know, helmets painted to look like Ahsoka, uh, showing that, you know, really they're... It's a, you know, a sign of respect and uh, care for her, and that was really cool. Uh, this action, or this episode was very action-packed, and I liked everything in it. Uh, I'm a little bit shocked that the Revenge of the Sith is happening at the same time, so we might get to see Order 66 happen here. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes, based on what I know of the timeline and uh, how it uh, appeared in Ika Johnson's book, uh, the Ahsoka book, and things like that. Um, but, you know, the siege of... Uh, Coruscant is happening right now, and Obi-Wan and Anakin are off to do that while Ahsoka deals with Maul on Mandalore, and it's just, it's a very exciting setup. Um, I like how we got the end of one adventure with Obi-Wan and Anakin, and then it transitioned to something else. That was a lot of fun, and uh, Kevin Kiner's music this episode was amazing. There was, uh, I don't know if it was Ahsoka's theme uh, playing while she was having a bunch of her action or what, um, but 
because I don't know Ahsoka's theme. Um, uh, you know, whatever. You can criticize me if you want. I just don't know Ahsoka's theme. But it was great music that played while she was doing all her, her crazy descent to the to the planet when she was racing Rex down there. Uh, and then the in the tunnels, there was very ominous, very tense music. And it felt like a little bit of a section of a horror movie. And I really enjoyed that. Um, and then finally, Maul's entrance had fantastic music behind it too. Very ominous, uh, very creepy and I thought that was a great job done by all. Of course, you know, Sam Witwer's voice acting was good. Uh, just, he's new to this. I mean, he's not new, but, you know, Maul was entering this season uh, finally. I guess I could have mentioned how good it was before. But anyway, I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to go ahead and share my spiel with you, and then I got to get out of here. Um, this show, which is called Fully Operational, uh, will be able to be found on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and mjmunoz.com uh, slash podcasts or slash uh, FO. It's probably where I will have it in the future, but I need to get all that stuff set up. Hopefully by the time I get this uh, edited and published, I will have set that up because I'm just, I'm releasing it late. I don't care about sticking to a podcast schedule anymore uh, because I have other things that, in my life that are important to do. But anyway, you can check out mgmoonish.com for more of my work. I have multiple podcasts and original works of fiction there. I'm an aspiring author who will gladly accept your financial support through coffee, or you can buy Star Wars merch and other merch from my Red Bubble store. Relevant links are in the show notes. If you had a good time, like and share this. Please subscribe to help me grow, comment to tell me I'm wrong, help me improve, or just talk Star Wars with me, because I've got a lot to say about Star Wars, man. And remember, in balance lies power to hear the dark and walk in light. And so, yeah, I'm starting this uh, podcast series at a funny place. Um, I just made this art and stuff for it because all the while I've had uh, Swinging Through Comics, my uh, comics channel, and I have, uh, I decided when Clone Wars came on to start um, doing uh, reviews for it, uh, but I didn't want to have to start a whole new podcast, but I decided, I, I, I've broken down, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to have a Star Wars podcast and maybe after Clone Wars is over, I'll update stuff once a month or something like that. So it's going to be kind of infrequent. But like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm an aspiring author and I have a bunch of things to take care of my personal life and then also writing projects that I want to get done that I want to still enjoy these things. And like basically any Star Wars media I consume, I might want to uh, talk about or discuss in a little podcast format. And they're all going to be short, like, you know, 10 to 15 minute type things, maybe longer, maybe edging close to 20 minutes sometimes, but I'd like to keep them tight and uh, just put my little perspective on Star Wars out in the world and have it available for people to check out if they want because um, I would hope that people who are interested in the things I'm interested in would be interested in the things that I'm making as well and maybe uh, you want to check some of that stuff out. Uh, real quick, my Redbubble store, I've got, you can get designs on stickers, mugs, shirts, anything you want. I have this cool Luke Skywalker inspired one. It says the light side is a blade and so am I and it's a line from a Kylo Ren comic where Luke was kicking the Knights of Ren around, which was pretty dope. Um, like I said, you can get on anything, dresses, kids' clothes, sweaters, whatever. Uh, and then I have a sticker that I made that's the, uh, like, outline for this show is uh, In Balance Lies Power to Hear the Dark and Walk in Light. And I've got these cool cross laser beam swords and a crystal there. And uh, I just think it's really neat. And then because I'm into other things and I have other podcasts all running through mpmunios.com, you can also find um, I have stuff, uh, designs up on Redbubble for like Spider-Man and Captain America right now. And as I read through more Marvel comics, I'll probably add more stuff based and inspired by, uh, characters and stuff from those comics. And then I also have Tokusatsu, which is like Power Rangers, but the original source material type stuff from Japan. Um, I have designs based on that as well that you can find over on my website, um, and on Redbubble. So yeah, if you uh, enjoy what I want to do and you can help me, you can, you know, put stuff there and um, you can subscribe to this podcast. I'll uh, make sure to like put all the Clone Wars reviews I've done and all the 
Um, I, I had it formerly called MJ Love Star Wars, but I'm going to change it to fully operational, put everything under there, um, and uh, it'll just be kind of a sloppy start, but that's okay with me, um, because I'm just doing it for fun, and uh, yeah, I hope if you're listening that you're enjoying it, and uh, like I said, I, I don't get to have, well, I didn't say this, but I don't get to have a lot of personal conversations, or conversations about Star Wars in my personal life, so if you want to hit me up and chat with me about it, that would be great. So anyway, I gotta go, folks. Take care.